there, my child, there dwells the one true God who created all living things. The true God is the moon. Well, anyway, hi, this is Bob Muir. Yeah, and this is the Enemy Below. And this is the Bob Muir and the Enemy Below podcast. We're still waiting on Mr. the Bandit uh, once again going through the straps. But in the interest of saving everybody time, because we're all busy people, uh, we've decided to start. So how are we doing, Enemy? Uh, I'm good. I am, uh, I'm tired. I have a lot of things going on, as mm-hmm. always. Um, and now it looks like I'm going to be teaching summer school on top of it, so I don't get a break then. Well, so welcome to hell. Uh, <laughs> uh, we, we've reserved a seat. We've reserved a seat. Uh, so uh, the summer school thing, just they said, did you want to teach summer school? We'll pay you. Is that how that worked? Well, yeah, they're going to pay me. I doing I doing that shit for free. Yeah, that, that. Yeah, it's uh, you know the the reason that most teachers don't like to teach summer school. It's not that it doesn't pay well. It pays okay. It doesn't pay great. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But then again, teaching doesn't pay great, so it doesn't really matter. Yes. Um, no, the reason that most teachers don't like to do t- teach summer school is really just because the ones that are at summer school oh, are, yeah. are the ones that you didn't want to teach the entire year. <laughs> And those are the only ones there now. Right. So it becomes a little interesting. Um, the ones who weren't listening to you before. Are definitely not listening to you now. So, yes, uh, yes. you know, it, it has its ups and stuff. But they do pay, and it's it's fine. I'll, and they ask nicely. And you know how, you know me. If somebody asks nicely, it's hard for me to say no. <laughs> like, sure, I can make that work. Yeah, I can do that. I, I, um, I, um, I, um... Um, well, let's see. I mean, there's like 20 minutes of sleep in there somewhere, right? So. Yeah, you know, the funny thing is all the other teachers have seemed to figure out how to say no to people. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have that skill. Well, you didn't. You never had that skill. I still don't. I know. It's, it's, You've never had that skill. It's, why it's, say no when it's it's so fun to say yes? Yeah, I mean, you, you remind me very much. In some ways, you remind me of like, you know, my dad said I never wanted kids or pets, and he had four four of each. Uh well, let's not go with poor kids. Well, I made sure that I could say no to kids. There, there was a surgical procedure that <laughs> fixed that problem. Yes, but not anywhere near the. Uh, but yes, yes, that's true. But still, the uh, it was you're you're saying no is was sort of like no one was asking you at the time the procedure was done. So anyway, we'll yeah, just... they were saying, "Would you like the procedure?" I went, "Yes." Yes. See? There you that's go. How that works. You can't say no. Anyway, yes, I can't uh, say no. All right. So anyway, have um, have you seen? Uh, speaking of which, it was uh, it was uh, Daredevil. Daredevil. Day. Day. What did, you, did you see any of it? And did, what did I you saw the first one. I only saw the first one. Okay. I wanted to see more, mm-hmm. uh, but I I apparently have no time. Okay. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I saw the first one. And I was very excited. I like the uh, the opening credits are ping awesome. Yes. There was there was nothing bad about that. Yeah. They uh, with Karen Page is that her name introduced? Yeah. Really early. I forget yep. Karen's last name in the it's, comic. I think it's Page myself, but we'll just. It is Page. I believe so. Yes. Yes. Yeah, they introduced her really early. Um, so I was happy that they introduced her, and mm-hmm. and then of course she almost gets killed off. And the funny thing is, I'm sitting there the whole time going, "Are they going to kill her in the first episode?" Yeah. Like that's <laughs> literally what's what is going through yeah. my mind. I'm like, "Are they going to kill her in the first half?" There's no way. No, wait. They can't. No, Karen, come back. No, you kill can't. her now. No, she and dies later. So, yeah, I was like, she dies later. She doesn't die now. Like, what are you going to do? Introduce Black Widow and Miss Scarlett Johansson showing up? What are you doing? And obviously, they 
if they introduce any of the other guys, they have to use the original actresses and actors because it's in the same universe. Yeah, they're making reference to the incident. Uh, yeah, they, they make reference to the incident. <laughs> Is that where they're calling? And you're it like, now? well, yeah, I guess it's the the New York incident where now Foggy and and uh, Daredevil get this wonderful loft. Yeah. Like for almost no money because half of New York has been exploded. Yeah, and the, the well, it's it's this one is cleaner than the next building. Uh, next, 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 the next. I thought was like rather rather grim bit of comedy. Well, you know, yeah, this office is was not anywhere nearly as messed up as the as the as the the office next door. I love you know the <laughs> one thing I love is every time in, in Avengers or or any of the uh, the movies that have come out since mm-hmm. the first Avengers movie. Mm-hmm. They never. They always mention the incident, but they never mention how many people died. And like almost all of New York was killed. <laughs> well, I don't think so. They were. They didn't get past 120. They didn't get. Uh... There was like a million people that were killed in this incident. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think it's a million. I don't think they had it. You know. I'm just look. You know, I just watch the movie. Every time I watch the movie, I'm like, well, not only that, it's not just that one, but Captain America too. They kill about a hundred thousand people, Captain America. Oh, well, Captain America! I'll give you that. There's a lot of people getting 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 wasted, Captain America. But they and they're getting killed in New York City too. So it's like, uh, guys, yep. <laughs> is yep. there are there any New Yorkers left? <laughs> I guess that's the city. Like they're so concentrated, we can kill a million, and we still have millions of people. So it's okay. It's, you kill a million in Tampa. Well, you, you you've killed Tampa. Tampa. <laughs> there's, there's nobody left. So I, 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 it's always interesting. It's like we have no clients. Yes, because half of the New Yorkers are dead. <laughs> That's why well, you have clients. Well, actually, they probably would have a lot of clients because they were everyone would be all, all their all of their um, all of their survivors and relatives would be suing for wrongful death. Yeah, um, the Avengers. Yeah, the Avengers for wrong. Actually, Tony Stark. Uh, Tony just because, Stark. Because he's deep pockets. You just go. I mean, that's the the law of suing. The law of lawsuits is you go for the deep pockets. And who would be you, in? The- <laughs> you go for the one that can actually pay out the money. <laughs> yes, yes, that would be the. Don't uh, sue the. Don't sue the poor guy. Don't sue Thor. You're not going to yeah. get anywhere. Well, that let me um, let me just add a uh, uh, a uh, there was my grandfather actually was one of the very first people to work for the Securities and Exchange Commission. Uh, in the 30s, he actually had a government job. He was actually working for the Securities and Exchange Commission at um, during the 30s, and then during the and actually during the war, he was then made uh, a uh, part of the uh, the the vital materials, uh, vital raw materials uh, board that would go around to each place and say, you know, okay, you your your records indicate that you need uh, 500, you know, like a ton of copper to work for the Remit this, you know, work for the next year. Right. You got, you got three tons of copper. You got to get rid of the other two. The war needs the other two. Let's go. Here's a check. Let's go. You know, that sort of thing. So I uh, want that job. Well, it doesn't exist anymore. Oh, that would be great, wouldn't it? Yeah. Like show up at Chase and go. You only need a hundred million dollars. Yeah, you're, you're, you're you're sitting on far too many reserves. You got to loan yes. some money. You got to loan some money. You got to loan some money to people. And the best part about it is, then you can go. Hey, but if you want to keep it. Um, Here's my bank account number. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, there, there's there was a certain uh, I, my father, my father, my father never actually accused my grandfather of being crooked, but he did mention it uh, that he did actually probably get a, 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 <coughs> a beneficial tip or two uh, about stocks over the years. But anyway, there was one guy he got 
that got really angry and started to sue, you know, said, I'll sue you, you bastard, you know, for this. And the guy goes, he goes, okay, I, I have, I'm at a government job. I got four kids. I'm judgment proof. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he'll never, he'll never get any. He'll never see a dime. <laughs> Sorry. So, so, uh, that was actually, it was one of the, one of the few actually funny, good moments in the otherwise really miserably tiresome uh, Son of Kong movie was that it's set like six months after King Kong is dead um, and the uh, and the guy who brought Kong to New York is, is basically hiding in a in a boarding house because everyone is su- suing him <laughs> son of a bitch <laughs> you think I'm not sorry well you know you're yeah. sorry now. You weren't sorry before. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> so, I... <laughs> back, back to Daredevil. Back to Daredevil, yes. yes. I, I, you know, I like the new costume, uh, okay. but I don't think that's the costume that he's going to end the show I in. I believe it's... that's like in, in, the, uh, in, the, uh, in the Frank Miller continuity backstory. He would, when he first took to uh, doing the... Uh, First took to daredeviling. He was that's what he wore. He wore this black with the uh, the mask over it. I think he is judging by the um, you know, judging by the credits. He's going to end up with the devil horns at some point. The red and the and there's that there was that comment in in I think maybe a later a later one. Uh, red doesn't show blood. Yeah. Uh, so um, so that's so that's the uh, you know I think that's the idea. But uh, I I don't know. I'm I was I got like three episodes into it. Uh, we were introduced by that point. We're introduced to the Kingpin, who, you know, you obviously were. They were mentioning, but they weren't talking about because no one mentions the name. They, yeah, the entrance. They obviously they're going to have the Kingpin because I've seen the preview. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen. So the coming, I know that exists. Seen the coming attractions. I've even seen what he looks like. So yes, I know the actor. There's the actor, and, and in the opening credits, as William Fisk. You know, like hey, yeah, there you go. <laughs> like you know who that guy is. Yeah, um, yeah it's. Yeah. I, I, I see where it's going. I kind of, I'm reserving judgment because I'm getting excited about it, and mm-hmm. that's, and that yeah. never turns out well for me, <laughs> on many levels. So, <laughs> needless to say, I'm not, I'm not too thrilled. I, I'm like, I, I can see that by the end of this, this might have turned out to be really good. But the first one, the one that I've seen, they basically are setting everything up. Now, one thing I do have a bit of an issue with, it's really small and it's detail-oriented. It's so dumb. Um, but that's, this, is, this is what we're about. Why, why is Matt Murdock never played by a blind guy? Because <laughs> he has to do those stunts. That's why. I mean, that's... Not, not only is he not played by a blind guy, but the guy doesn't even look like he's blind. He continuously accidentally looks at people. Hmm. Like it, it, you'll you'll notice like he's talking to somebody and he's specifically not looking at her, and then for half a second his eyes will look over. Like you just can't get that out of his system because that's what actors do—they look at the people they're talking to. Right. So, you know, to get him to not do that is not an easy thing to do. Yeah, because you're trained. As, you, as you said, you were trained to. Um, to look. You're trained to do it. Yeah. So it's. It, that and his eyes, I mean, the one thing I did like about when Ben Affleck played it, his mm-hmm. eyes looked like they had been burned. Yeah. The, this guy looks like he has never, he doesn't have scars in his eyes, he's got nothing. Yeah. 
America. And, and you I just go, no, you're way too pretty without those glasses to actually have been in a major yeah. accident of yeah. some kind. It's just, yeah. mm-hmm. sorry. Sorry, not happening. I don't know. I, I don't, the only thing that I think, I know that it's the current status, but, you know, like, why would a blind guy be able to do the three-day stubble look? Um, yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah, I said because there was this. How do you comb your hair? Well, I just kind of like you know, like <laughs> Karen Page in another episode. How do you comb your hair? And so I'm going. How do you shave like that? Because <laughs> yeah, do you just go to the barber shop and have them shave? I mean, they they are still barber shops in New York where they'll shave you. Yeah, yeah. So maybe he does that. I mean, he's know, a lawyer, he's, even though he's a broke lawyer. Yeah, he's got well, he's got this. You know, he's got the standard model guys. Three days, you know, like every every male model I've seen these days has in advertising. Yeah, everybody has that three day, whatever it is, that four or five day growth of beard. Yeah, yeah. That well, I, you know, that's the one thing I will give him though is that <clears throat> unlike Ben Affleck's character, mm-hmm. uh, he's he's not. I I guess Ben Affleck's character was almost Batman status as far as wealth was concerned, because mm-hmm. like, you saw you saw his place like mm-hmm. immediately. Well, and I, he's got shit that where you just go, you'd have to have millions of dollars to be able to afford what you have in that apartment. Right, right. This guy, he looks like he's poor. He looks like he only wants to represent, you know, innocent people, which means he's broke. Yeah. And, I mean, the suit's nice, but it's not too nice, shall we say. Let's just put it that Right. Way. Yeah. And uh, he doesn't have, I mean, that was the thing about, well, the thing with the Daredevil movie was Affleck was actually this guy who was representing people who would give him chickens. Or something, and then you know he had that, he had that you know he had that isolation tank thing and such. Yeah, so, and your dad was a boxer. I'm like, dude, where did you get all this cash? Yes, yes. So anyway, so I saw a couple more episodes in there. I'm going to reserve judgment myself. I'm um, I I know he's just starting to do what he's doing. I think that's the um, you know that's the um, the the idea here that this is like the beginning of the Daredevil Year One kind of thing. Uh, and however, there are a couple of moments where you don't see him take advantage. Uh, you know, he's, he's really, I don't know. It's, it's one of those things where he, he just seems to like get hit an awful lot for a guy who's supposed to be really good at martial arts and with the uh, hyper, you know, the hyper, um, but he doesn't get, there's a couple times where you go, okay, well he'd have to, yeah. I mean, he'd have to be able to do that because otherwise he'd be dead. Yeah. But, uh, there, there's a few times where you just it, it makes sense right. that he has this, yeah. but then there then there are those times where he's just getting punched like crazy, and you're going, you didn't see that coming, but the knife you the saw, kni- the knife you got, knife you you can you can do, but... or the gun, you know, the gun getting clicked and pointed at you, you saw that, but no, no, yeah. So uh, and the other, there was another moment in a couple another episode where. Uh, I mean, he also also I would I, I for some reason I seem to be channeling Batman. Your grasp of tactics is not very good. <laughs> you, yeah, you you rush in without preparation. There you were. You were about to take on eight guys, and you had the so uh, you were about to rush eight guys, and you were standing next to the fuse box, <laughs> and you did nothing. <laughs> And you did nothing. You did nothing. You, I, you I know. say good day, sir. Good day. I, I was like, dude, <laughs> at least throw the, at least throw the circuit breakers and plunge everybody to darkness. That gives you an advantage. That would, yeah, that would work. 
you know, every now and then. Take advantage of the fact that people can't see. Hello, Mr. Bandit. Hey. Hey, what is going on? All right, we're talking about Daredevil. Have you seen it? I have been uh, daredeviled. Yes. You have been dare, yes, I, dare, daring the devil. How? Uh, your thoughts on it? We're, we were. Um, I uh, I liked everything about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I think the only thing I, I I have to say the downside for me is always with binge watching. Mm-hmm. Give me one second. I'm in a uh, in Shopping some sort mall? of bizarre. <laughs> yeah. I'm in some sort of a bizarre where they're selling yeah. all kinds of strange spices. And we can we continue um, the Bob Muir and the Enemy Below segment. Where is Scott today? I can't tell you. Where is Mr. Bandit? Throw your yeah. okay. Just, hold, Mr. Bandit, in hold, India. Hold, Mr. Bandit, Mr. Bandit, could you just one yeah. second? Just let the ambient sound in for like three seconds. Just let it let let's All hear right. let's hear the ambient sound. Let's see. Where are we? There uh, uh, we go. That's just disturbing. Oh my God! <laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Ah! Wow! Okay. okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and listeners, send your guess as to where the hell the bandit was <laughs> to the popular and the enemy below podcast Facebook. And the winner some will... kind of bizarre is not the correct answer. <laughs> the winner will get some. The winner will get some kind of prize. <laughs> I'm in. Morocco. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I, yeah. Anyway, um, so oh, so where was I? Oh yeah, no. The problem for me is is that I cannot. Um, I don't have self control. Mm. So uh, with Much the binge watching, yeah, <laughs> I, I can't. Uh, yeah, no, no kidding. So part of the problem is is that I can't sit there and say no, and then I have to be. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be honest with you. I did something that I probably shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, it doesn't involve burying a body. <laughs> That's good. But what I did was this. I got through the first two episodes. Right. And then I was like, well, I'm going to watch all of these eventually. I'd like to see the one called Daredevil and see the outfit. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you? I, uh, well, did you I did. That? I did. And I, and I knew the comic well enough that I don't feel like I lost out on much other than the nuance of the story that they're telling, and I will go back and catch that nuance. But it was about uh, 2 in the morning, and I was like, uh, I you know, worked all day. Hello? Yeah. Uh, we're losing him in the bazaar. Yep. And I was like, fuck. We are, we are, are your, your, your signal yes, coming I just want to see this everybody. fucking outfit. Okay. And so, uh, yeah. Your signal was coming in low, so basically just sort of like I'm going to see the outfit and then I'm going to bed. Is that the uh, is that what's happened there? Yep. Did we lose him? Apparently, I yeah, I think so. Ah. Mm. Uh, oh well. All right. Well, that was quick. <laughs> we'll get him back at some point. <laughs> okay, ladies and, and like, like like I said, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, please uh, please send please send your guesses as to where the hell the bandit was. <laughs> <laughs> Do the Bob Muir the Enemy Below podcast <laughs> Facebook page. <laughs> anyway, so I um I, I the only thing I did find is that you know he's he's you know your your grasp of you know I guess Batman was a, your grasp of tactics is appalling you know because I mean that would be the one thing he would you know they would uh, 
because there there is actually there's a there's a Japanese series called Yojim, um, the, Yojimbo. Yojimbo? Uh, no, not Yojimbo. Uh, Zotochi, the Blind Swordsman. Oh uh, yes, in fact, they did a remake of that a little while about uh, a couple of years ago. Yeah, with uh, with someone else. With uh, yeah. It's a guy who does like directs and uh, stars in all his movies. He's like a yeah. famous Japanese filmmaker. Yeah. I can't remember who it was. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Smith. No. Yeah. Ke- yes. Kevin. The Japanese version of Kevin Smith. Mel well, Gibson. No. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, I will tell you here in a moment because I used to know the guy's name. But see, you see how amazing that was. I just picked up like I had been there all along. Yes. Yes. So uh, actually, my 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 objection. I mean, I've I've seen like the first three episodes uh, and going f- going forward. And I was actually tempted to go look for the damn suit myself, but it was like I was late, and I was like, "Oh, I, I got to get some sleep here." Yeah. But I've uh, only seen one, okay. so, so I, I am the urgent of the group. On this I, I am impressed, except for except for like I, I maybe I just maybe I just got a sense that <laughs> sense that you know, shall we say that the, the the sense of appalling evil is just maybe too appalling. Uh, <laughs> oh, you found the violence to be too violent? No, I just found that like you know, nothing you do is going to do any good, kind of. Mood. Oh, 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 the desperateness of it the all. The desperateness yeah, of it all. I mean, because I know Hell's Kitchen. You get lattes at Hell's Kitchen these days. Right, yeah. But, <laughs> well, okay. I mean, it's no, also, I mean, there's, there's also not a Stark building or an Avengers building or, or S.H.I.E.L.D. Or, or, you know, or, or, or S.H.I.E.L.D. or basically. Or Galactus. Nor, nor, did yes. inter, nor did interdimensional alien beings destroy the lower Manhattan a few I weeks, do like, a few I, weeks I, ago. I do like the fact that they are uh, kind of trying to. Uh, cushion all of the uh, MCU film universe and then with the TV universe and the shield by putting in the Crusher Creel, you know, in the back yeah. with against uh, uh, yeah. Jim Murdoch. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like I, I like that the, uh, the absorbing man, right? So, yeah. I mean, I like that they're trying to at least use some sort of cohesive gelling of the atmosphere or the uh, the, the universes they're creating under one big uh, Marvel, you know, umbrella. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I really like how they're doing that. That makes a lot of sense. Not only that, but it, it opens up doors. Like, you can actually, if if you are able to, you have the option of being able to do cameos and bring people in, and it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why you could have Daredevil in the suit in Captain America Civil War. Right. Yeah, so... So anyway, so we're we're good. So we said we're good. I like I said, I think I, I'm a little. The one thing it was like for, even granted have, this. this have is, you seen the suit? I have not seen the suit. No. I haven't seen the suit. I've been wait. I, I I'm gonna wait to get the suit. You know, At all. The the Daredevil suit. Or I've the, heard of it. <laughs> nope. I'm I'm sending I'm sending I'm, I'm you the suit now. All right. We're sending. I think you will. You, you go. This is this is this is this is. This is this is wrong. At so many levels, I feel violated. <laughs> Don't send me the daredevil suit. Wait, is there like a cod piece connected to it? Why would I feel violated? <laughs> is it the Batman and Robin suit? What the... <laughs> Batman v Superman suit? I mean, oh there... <laughs> no, because yep. Hello. Lost him again. Okay. Well, anyway, so. I, I like I said I think that my my one problem I think a little you know he's a little bit too much of the uh, too much of the getting the getting the living living shit kicked out of him every time he goes up against people you think that yeah. a, man, a man who's able to like set the guy who has that kind of radar sense would also be able to like hit you know pressure points and all this other stuff who was trained by a martial arts master you know like yeah when when you can hear the other guy's heart beating yeah. just as, that should be a distinct advantage you should be you know you could know where the pressure points are and everything else and, and you know that yeah. was and having you know so 
And a lot of those kicks that he was giving people should have broken their jaws. I mean, it's just it's so anyway. <laughs> yeah, unless they're literally just touching the guy. I mean, you're yeah. yeah. There's a few of them there. We just like that guy should be dead. <laughs> like really dead. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not killing. You know, yeah, he doesn't. You know, he's not going to. Uh, but anyway, so we I enjoyed it. So I will not kill anybody. Well, that's ex- not true. Except, except for the people, except for the people that end up getting killed because I kicked them. So, yeah. <laughs> just that's. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, are they going into the "I'm not going to kill anybody" thing? Well, I don't know that that was the one thing. The other thing that kind of bothered bothered me a little bit was again, you know, that this continual talk about the you know the the efficiency the efficiency of torture. You know, it's a lazy screenwriter's way to get from point A to point B. Um, so, yeah, but I, at the same time, I they're like I just watched the the Punisher film not too long ago, and the, yeah. the torture they use in that one is fairly effective. <laughs> but Wait, it's all psychological. Which Punisher are we talking about? Uh, the Tom Jane one. Oh yeah, I guess so. Although uh, the one I'm with sure the popsicle, uh, I the... thought was probably the most. <laughs> When you but, got a guy that's going around just, you know, the only thing I didn't like was a parkour idiot jumping around the whole time. Then he shot him yeah. with a, a bazooka, and I was like, all right, <laughs> I can live with that. Yeah. Well, the, the the one thing I liked about the Tom Jane Punisher was Tom Jane. I, I thought he was a better Punisher. Because mm-hmm. um, he, yeah, he was likable, too. That was He wasn't just dark and brooding. He was also kind of likable, which is something you, know, you don't see as often. You know what's bizarre is that as a kid, I loved the Punisher. As an adult, I'm just like... I don't know. I get kind of tired of these people where I'm like, I'll oh, get over it. <laughs> <laughs> well, there definitely are really? a few times where I'm just like, get over it. Batman, have you tried therapy? I mean, seriously, just talk Look, to somebody. Work your stages, is done. Now stages, you... stages of grief here, you know, like we've got here, and you, you know, like you're. <laughs> yeah. At some point, you just move. Princess Bride. Life is pain, princess. Like, you know. Any, anyone yeah, who says wrong elsewhere, otherwise is selling something. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's just kind of like, look, we all get it. You know, your parents got killed. You're going to have it at some point. <laughs> <laughs> just happened a little earlier just than you were a little, Everyone's parents, you know, as, as they know, as they note in the beginning of Hamlet, listen, everyone's parents die, you know. Right. You don't come see on. me putting on, a, on an on, outfit. Ham, you know, come you on, know? Hammy. You know, get out like, of it. <laughs> Which, by the way, I want to clarify because uh, I got cut off at a, at a weird spot. I was okay. not saying I was trying to violate Bob. I was yeah, saying that yeah, yeah. he kept telling me he was going to wait, as one might say. And oh, I for, said I was going uh, to All right. That's okay. You know, yeah. for, yeah. Understood. Yeah. Understood. Yeah. Understood. You anyway, know, the sad thing was I wasn't even yeah, thinking about that until you just uh, mentioned it. Okay. Understood. Uh, well, yeah, that's all I think about is the violation of others. Violation of others, yes. I've which heard is, stories. Which is, which is hence, hence the fact you're in Florida where the, you know, like, and <laughs> anyway, um, there are a couple of other things out there that uh, that um, were going on. Um, I don't know if you saw the news that Scarlett Johansson has been offered the female lead in the remake of The Creature of the Black Lagoon. I did not. I know Ghost in the Shell, but I didn't know. Wait, doesn't doesn't Scarlett Johansson get offered pretty much everything? I think this? I think it's it's gotten to the point where if Scarlett Johansson does not take the part, we rewrite it for a guy. It's really good. <laughs> <laughs> so are we talking about the creature or who is she playing? She's going to play the uh, Julie Newmar uh, yeah, character. I, not, was it Julie Newmar? I believe it was Julie Newmar. I can give me give me two seconds here. 
Julie. Numar. Looking, looking up noise to be inserted. Yeah, I don't know. You guys singing Julie and Numar like it's some sort of call and answer. Was sure. That's, well, that's what we got at the moment. You know. Is that, uh, <laughs> this is all the pre-rehearsed. Uh, yeah. We should have a new segment called Julie Numar. <laughs> Julie Numar. Julie, I'm sorry, Julie Adams. I my my my. Oh, apologies. not as fun. Folly, yeah. Polly, Bob, my apologies, Julie, Julia Adams, born oh, yeah. in Iowa. Yeah. Benny May Adams. There, Julie Newmar is going to play the voice of Catwoman in the 1966 Batman cartoon. Yeah. Okay. Actually, he goes, I like that you just like immediately you're just like, yeah, great. <laughs> like, yeah, well, okay. Actually, so Julie, Julie, Julie Adams, who was like the the known for that that the bathing suit scene. Although actually, mm-hmm. though actually, of course, the due to movie magic, her um, she that was actually a body double swimming for her because she was in Hollywood and they were in Florida swimming the uh, swimming sets. Yeah, wasn't that in like Cypress Gardens or something? Like I, I was. Or... It was a particular spring. It was very, very. The water was very, very clear. So they were, yeah. they were like you know like there was great fun doing that. Anyway, so she uh, Scarlett Johansson will be be playing the uh, Julie Adams uh, character. You know what? Fuck that. Because Guillermo del Toro was going to direct that at one point, right? Um, but uh, uh-oh. years ago, what, was there anybody else? Is is there? Is it just now? Now is del Toro now the go-to director too? If he doesn't do it, they're not going to do the project. Is, is it? Well, what's great is, is that he's going to be directing the Haunted Mansion instead with Ryan Gosling. Oh, which they are bringing back the Hat Check Goats, who hasn't been in the Haunted Mansion in like forty-six years. <laughs> I, I knew you would be excited. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So the tra- they're whirling. So that's the um, that's the word. I mean, actually, apparently, this is part of Universal's attempt to build their own Marvel universe. They are, they're going to have uh, Dracula Untold is going to be linked with the Mummy remake that they're talking about, and then they're going to go to uh, the creature from the Black Lagoon. Ah. Which you uh. know they're they're going to have to sell more tickets, I think, to actually get to the creature. But we'll see. <laughs> Are they they planning on, you know, coming up with anything new anytime soon? Um, Other than, I think, the creature versus Mothra. I don't think they're doing anything uh, that would Okay. (laughs) I think the word, no. (laughs) In a word, no. Not a thing. (laughs) Oh, I just saw that Age of Ultron Vision, the Vision poster. Have you seen that? No, I haven't. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's a cutie. (laughs) Well, what I like about it is that they really are playing up the android aspect. Yeah. Yeah, they really are. Like, even the eyes being like they're more of like, uh, almost like camera lenses. Right. Yeah, it, it looks good. I really do like it. Okay. Yeah, which is make, which makes sense. I still can't get over the fact that they started with Paul Bettany's voice and somehow have ended up with him as Vision. Like, I mean, honestly, if they would have planned that, I don't think it would have worked out. <laughs> like, I don't know how yeah. like, that came together, but I mean, it just, it's... And the fact that not only does he have a great voice for Jarvis... But he could actually look like Vision. Mm-hmm. Although yeah, I really thought they were going to go with Coulson for a while. Sir, what am I? You're an Avenger. Get out there. <laughs> Get out there and save our ass. <laughs> Get out there and take a punch. <laughs> we're not fucking around here. <laughs> and, uh, oh my God! I, I this thing is not letting me do what I want to do. No, well, <laughs> Why won't you let me violate Bob? 
Uh, that really that, that sounds like my life right there. <laughs> okay. So I'm anyway, so that's so that's the um, so that's the other that's the other pop culture. Anybody else got uh, other than Daredevil? Um... Let's see, Daredevil. I did see. Uh, oh, Flash has got the All Star team up this week. Okay. Yep. Uh, With, Game of Thrones uh, is back on tonight. All right. That's tonight. All right. More more, uh, more, pe- more people you like dying. <laughs> okay. Yay. <laughs> Or people you don't like dying. Well, Game of Thrones is basically you get to know those people, you get to care about them, and then he kills them. <laughs> I want you, them to or die. Yeah. You who is a master of that, though, and I, I agree with you, except for the fact that a lot of the people in there are just not likable people. Right. But you know, you know who was a master of that was uh, Josh Whedon would do that. Mm-hmm. Like every uh, season, like Buffy or Angel was, hey, mm-hmm. we're going to make you fall in love with this character the most. And right when you really fall in love with them, that's where we're going to pull the rug out from under you and <laughs> yeah. kill them. Because life isn't fair. <laughs> At that point, a werewolf will bite its head off. You know, bite yeah. Its... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, even worse was like when he had a season where it's like with all the magic and hoo-ha, mm-hmm. someone just gets killed by a stray bullet. And, uh, sorry, dude. <laughs> like a random act of violence. <laughs> That's it. About it. Yeah. Uh, sorry. You know, like a uh, whole, what, what, what can you do? There's a hole in my heart that can only be filled by you. Yeah. Huh? That's, I, that's how I become wholehearted. <laughs> so anyway, um, so anything? So that's that was my one pop culture news. Uh, did you uh, anybody um, anybody have anything for you? Uh, so you um, so you call yourself a scientist? You call yourself a scientist? Uh, uh, no, I don't. Okay. Do you? No, but but in honor of science, I was watching uh, about the landfill that was filled with ET Atari games. That's science. Because <laughs> they shouldn't they shouldn't have done that. <laughs> yeah. Well, they probably shouldn't have made the game in the first place. Yes, there's that too. If you if you get the chance, I would highly recommend it. There is a documentary on Netflix, mm-hmm. and it is about the Atari. Uh, it's like the um, the legend. Mm-hmm. Have you heard about this? Um, like down in uh, I think New Mexico. Yeah, that they they buried all the ET games. Yeah, yeah, I like that. It's like they buried it like it was some sort of mob hit. <laughs> we took out the ET game, we shot it in the back of the head, and we buried it in Albuquerque. Which really is not that far off. That's <laughs> actually. Uh, no, if you if uh, anyone at home gets the chance, I would highly recommend it. It's called Atari Game Over. Okay. And essentially what it is, is it's the demise of the uh, gaming giant Atari. And that, and really, uh, they, they like to say that the culmination of that was the biggest flop, 1982 ET, because Warner Brothers, who owned uh, Atari, they paid like $30 billion for the rights to ET because they wanted to get in with Spielberg. And normally games take about six to seven months to make. Mm-hmm. And they tried to do it in five weeks. Yeah, that's... Not happening. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I remember playing the game. It is a pain in the ass. It is. Anyway. Yeah. So, that and, and and on one other, one other. Let me recommend one other one. All right. Uh, the Sheik. I never. I, I was never a big wrestling fan. Okay. But I watched the, the documentary Sheik. on the Iron Sheik. All right. Fascinating stuff. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm gonna I'm gonna highly recommend that the enemy below watches the Sheik. Iron Sheik. The Sheik. I have. You, I you actually, remind me of the Sheik. I have actually. Oh, I do. 
Actually, on my phone, I have the Iron Sheik alarm clock app. Oh, boy. Does he, does he, does he curse a lot? Wake up, you fucking dummy! <laughs> <laughs> Wake up, you fucking fuck! Yeah. You want to be a legend like me? Wake the fuck up! <laughs> <laughs> does he say that anyone that has, has like, peanuts for testicles? <laughs> He doesn't mention that, but though. So mm. um, there's that. As in the um, in the world of in the world, and you call yourself a scientist. However, uh, this this had the uh, I was I was captured by this intriguing headline: World's first head transplant volunteer could experience something worse than death. We're getting a little feedback from somebody. Yeah. Oh, I see the daredevil suit. <laughs> what? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's a little bit of. Uh... There you go. Yes. I've day. never heard so much disappointment in my life. <laughs> oh, I don't know. It's just... The best part is, it's like someone that gets a present that they clearly don't want, but they're trying to be nice. They're like, oh, well, this is, this is, yeah, this is something. This is thoughtful. This is, uh, this is a thing. Thank you. Yeah. No, I don't know. It just, it looks, I don't I, I guess it could be just the, the, the way it's here, but it's like, <laughs> it's just, uh, I don't know. I, I, I get, like, I get it's I like always. you just try to. Justify it. No, it isn't. It's just simply I, I'm a child at heart of this thing. It's always the, 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 the idea, be, the difference between what looks good in a comic book and what looks good in real life is so vast. I will say this. The, it looks better in action. I, I certainly hope so. And all that, <laughs> the truth comes out. I like that before it was just like polite, yeah, that's okay. And now it's like, I certainly hope so. <laughs> You have pissed all over my childhood, dear devil. No, no, no. I, I, I have a, I have a perverse love for the original yellow suit, which gives you some idea of what a complete lunatic I am. Yeah, well, that definitely would not look good on screen. <laughs> that, would look, that didn't even look good in a comic book. Not to mention the fact that there's not really that uh, convenient if you're trying not to be spotted by bad guys, as you're just a big yellow target <laughs> bouncing around. Well, actually, it's you. Your your head is yellow, your arms are yellow, and then you've got this big yellow D right where your heart is so they want shit they want to shoot you it's almost like, as if it goes into like a bullseye target right to your most vulnerable area bummer I told you these uniforms were a crack but just so uh, going back to you call yourself a scientist again this is the most fascinating headline I've read I've read in quite some in a little while world's first head transplant volunteer could experience something worse than death I would not wish this on anyone, says Top Surgeon. <laughs> well, what is it? Um, this week, a 30-year-old Russian man announced that he will become the subject of the first human head transplant ever performed, saying he volunteers to have his head removed and installed on another body. We've seen this movie! <laughs> yeah, it's called Reanimator. Yeah, it's also called a thing with two heads. It's oh, also yes. called a thing that wouldn't dead, that wouldn't die. Oh wait, 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 wait! Is the body he's going to go on already have another head? I think no. I think the uh, the head is it's a it, the head has been the body is not is going to be another head. Will wouldn't be that body be like? Isn't that body already decomposing? 
Well, I think they probably... I don't know what they've done with it. If this sounds like some kind of sick joker right here, this this you, uh, earlier this year, an Italian surgeon uh, surveyed to Canervo, outlined the transplant, te- transplant technique he intends to follow, uh, and said he plans to launch the project at the annual conference of the uh, American Academy of Neurological and Orthopedic Surgeons in June, while he invite other researchers to join him in his head transplant dream. This all sounds a little heady for me. Yes, indeed. And it's out of, the difference is now he has a living, breathing volunteer willing to be guinea pig for what uh, is predicted to be a 36-hour op- operation requiring the assistance of 150 doctors and nurses. Wow. Okay. Now, he has uh, – the gentleman who's volunteered for this apparently has a particular disease that is a um, – that is a very, very quickly um, – Deteriorating? Very deteriorating. It's sort of like he's got a, um, it's a um, Windring-Hoffman disease, very quickly declining. I mean, it's like, it's kind of a shot. You know, it's like, you're, you're going to die anyway. But right. It, uh, so, fuck it. You might as well just, you know, swing to the fences. Swing. You might as well swing to the fences. However, the problem is, is that they, what is they're this, saying. Now, wait, real quick. The most important question I would have for the doctor is, is this going to affect my wiener? <laughs> How big a dick does the body have? <laughs> Are we talking about Rasputin? <laughs> what am I getting here, Doc? Hey, come on, is you know, did he did he, he have... <laughs> Shut up, you fucking dummy. <laughs> Shut up, you fucking dummy. Wake the fuck up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they have speaking to several uh I wouldn't However, uh, a Christopher Hooten at the Independent says uh, Ooh, that Christopher Hooten, yeah, Christopher Hooten says a um, is that he says that uh, the, the has pinpointed a problem that even the most perfect performed head transplant cannot mitigate. We have literally no idea what this will do to the guy's mind. There's no telling what the transplant and all the new connections and foreign chemicals that his head and brain will have to suddenly deal with will do to, <laughs> to will do the gentleman's psych. But as Hooten puts it rather chillingly, it could result in a heretofore never experienced level and quality of insanity. We've seen this movie. Yes, and also We've any seen... Russian that has a last name that ends with Hooten. We have kind of seen this movie. Yeah. So, I... so well, what? What is going to happen? Is he going to start to get that guy's memories? I, I we, I, they, the guy says we don't. No one has a vaguest idea what's going to well, happen. Well, I guess he couldn't get his memories because that's going to be in the synapses. Like, I mean, I guess what it would be is like maybe yeah. how your brain reacts stimulated, to the, yeah, by the chemical reaction you know, we're, of what's going on yeah. in the compound of the other person's body. Yeah, yeah, there are a lot of things worse than death, <laughs> as he said. I guess, you know, I'm like, why can't you just put my brain in a robot? <laughs> Wouldn't that sound like a lot more just like, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. Uh, it would be like uh, Tom Noonan in uh, RoboCop 2. Yeah, he, he the, the doctor hopes to complete the operation in 2017. So we all and hopefully somewhere far away from us. So I don't have to, like, wake up one morning to read that somebody has broken out that the that the head transplant. The head transplant patient has broken out of Bellevue and is slaughtering people as he goes along because we've seen this movie. <laughs> and he's gotten somehow 
some sort of immense strength. As a result of this, the, 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 his, his experience of the body's, his body adrenaline is now like three times what normal would have normally you know happened. That's what always happens. Yeah. And then like, yeah. somehow they always get like extra, why wouldn't they get weaker? You would yeah. think they would actually get weaker. Why yeah. would they get yes. extra strength? So anyway, don't lose your head, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and we'll all move on. Speaking of worse than death, let's uh, talk about death. Uh, anybody? Stench. Anybody die this week that uh, we were, we were going to talk about? I did see there was someone, and I and I, I had it saved just for this occasion, and now I can't find it. So give me a second. <laughs> okay. Uh, enemy? Uh, no, I don't have anybody. I no. think we I think we lost him a while back. No, no he's, he's, he's there. He's there in spirit. No, I'm still here. Yep. Oh, no, I'm, I'm still here. Oh, that's a shame. We were hoping that you were. <laughs> All right, let's see. All right, bring out your dad. Do you know anyone that's famous that died? He doesn't. Um, I do I'm, not. I'm looking around here. I just don't. I don't see anybody that would, you know, like would be in our wheelhouse. I mean, a lot of people have, you know, have shuffled off this mortal coil. Uh, you know, we've got. You know, we've, we've actually there was someone, and this is really gonna this is gonna blow my mind because I'm I'm. I, I'm going to feel pissed off here in a second if I can't remember who it was, because it was someone that actually was like a... Uh, uh, a pop culture... Um... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I will tell you in a moment. Although mm-hmm. Samuel Goldwyn Jr. died. Mm-hmm. I thought he'd already passed away before. Yeah, well, he did. All right, so I'm looking around here. Well, then he did, but I just wasn't... Uh, as Paying attention. Okay. Yeah, well... Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, give me a sec. All right. You guys talk about something else, and I, I, I will jump in with a dead person momentarily. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, good God. Okay. Well, we have, um, actually, uh, I'm just looking over the Wikipedia's deaths here, and the most intriguing one was the was that somebody shot a, a, a kickboxer. Um, so. They shot a kickboxer? <laughs> yeah. It was like one of the. Uh, Why? I don't know. It just it, it, they won't give me the details. It just said kickboxer shot. <laughs> well, that's not very nice. Well, uh, so, Ukrainian down, doesn't it? Ukrainian kickboxer. Oh man! Ah shit! You know Stan Freeberg died. That's who. Yes, there was somebody. I knew that. Now that I remember, Stan Freeberg, the comedian, who uh, was a very famous radio uh, radio comedian and very very influential too. Yes, I'll tell you all's died is uh, and also Jeffrey Lewis, the um, um, actor who uh, was uh, Julian Lewis's father. Oh, okay, he was in, like High Plains Drifter and Maverick, oh, okay. Lawnmower Man. Yeah, yes, all I, the greats. I, I, I knew there was somebody, Stan Freeberg. Yes, how could I? I'm just, uh, Stan, I'm sorry. How could I possibly for you know? Yeah, I thought you actually cared. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. I I, I found Freeberg. Freeberg was funny, but unfortunately, I think you know, toward the end of his career, a little heady. Well, no, he got a little bit. Um, he got a little bit, you know, like oh, bitter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just got a little bit, kind of like a little be, you know. Yeah, I could see that, but I mean, it's like the. I, I think when things kind of go like, and it's hard to complain about you know, like the career he had, mm-hmm. but I can see him feeling like he was a pre. It, it, it is an honor to be like a comedian's comedian, mm-hmm. 
but it also sucks because it means that you're, you're, very you're, few people know you. Your audience is like consists of other comedians, kind of thing. Although right. he was very famous for, I, I remember seeing this: the uh, Great American Soups and Miller doing the production number uh, for the Heinz Great American Soups, and the mm. most expensive commercial ever made, and which was very good. Um, you, well, you're selling it well. No, it was one. It was a, great American soups. No, it was like she uh, Ann Miller just starts to go and like let's face you know starts makes it an enormous production number of serving oh, okay. the soup and there's like there's Busby Berkeley dancers and there's Hollywood lights and all this other stuff. So he's well, actually now now that you say it, I am going to look that up. Yeah, and there's also Sunsweet Britted Prunes and which, by the way, I do remember there was another actor that di- there's two big actors that died. Yes. Two major landmark actors, mm-hmm. Tom Towles, who was in Henry Portrait for Serial Killer, okay, and he played the sidekick, and he was also played in the remake of Night of the Living Dead and was in a bunch of Rob Zombie movies. Okay, Kind of a short, squatty guy with a mustache. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Richard Dysart from uh, L.A. Law, okay. and uh, he was in uh, John Carpenter's The Thing, mm-hmm. always played that kind of profess- uh, professorial, or, or however you say it. Like the uh, uh, like someone of great intellect and uh, uh, prestige. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what I'm talking about? Nothing. That, you know, no, actually. Did, I did you ever see John Carpenter's The Thing? No, I didn't. I've seen it, but it's been so long I don't remember it really much at all. Mm-hmm. And it was also... below. Do you remember? Yeah. I do not. I do not remember The Thing. Uh, what the hell is wrong with you people? I don't know, man. I mean, I watch the movies I watch basically shove anything good out of my head. So it's aha. Like... Uh-huh. No, well, he was the famous one. Like his scene in that is where he goes to do the. Uh... Oh, oh, he's gonna try and jumpstart. You know, like the heart. He's using the. In uh, uh... my brain, he's a jumpstart. Uh, he's using. What am I talking about? The paddles. Mm-hmm. And as and right as he's about to, he's like clear. And right as he's about to go in. Yeah. The stomach opens up like a mouth, and his arms go through the stomach, and then the mouth closes over his <laughs> arms and bites his arms off. It's a bit of a shocker. <laughs> oh, what I'll tell you who else died was James Best. Oh, okay. Who played, uh, uh, was that Roscoe P. Coltrane? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, the, sh- the sheriff. Oh, my word, the guy from uh, Dukes of Hazard. Yes. Yeah. And was also, also, but also for movies that I watch, was also better known for being in The Killer Shrews. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I just like Roscoe P. Coltrane. Right. So we're sorry. We're sorry. We were actually so glib about nobody that uh, mattered to us died because we didn't remember them. But uh, thank you for your careers, gentlemen, and everything. And Mr. Freeberg, you were uh, extremely <laughs> influential. Influential fellow. Although he's just again, I think the thing is he just found. I think he found the rock and roll era to be somewhat the '60s to be somewhat difficult to deal with. He was very yeah. he was very good at being arch. He wasn't being you know, and, and but not. Uh, I think I think the world changed a little bit too much for his for his comfort. Anyway, uh, quickly moving on to bad movie. Yeah. Uh, and sadly, before you start, I, I have to drop because something has come up on my uh, my college end that I have to take care of really oh, fast. I have to take care of it then. All right. Thank you guys very much. Talk and to you later. Right. Bye-bye. Fly low, be cool, enemy. 
The enemy below, having a real life, has been forced to leave us. We, however, shall continue. <laughs> That's right. He, he jumped ship. He jumped ship. Just in time. Just in time, because I'm about to talk about Mystics in Bali. Uh, oh, <laughs> 1981. One of my favorites. An Indonesian, the, Indo, the greatest Indonesian horror movie, which somehow. <laughs> well, what are the what are what are the other choices as far as like an Indonesian horror movies? I, I don't think there really are too many. There's like the match the Indonesian movies. There's like the Magic Sword, which is also kind of silly, and Lady Terminator. Uh, I have. Wow. <laughs> Lady Terminator is that Shakespeare? No, yes, yes. It was it was an adaptation of one of Shakespeare's lesser known plays, and a couple of lines from a sonnet thrown in there too. <laughs> I'll be back forthwith. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it's uh, it's an insane film. I have you. I gather you have seen this. I lost you there for a second. Yes, I had a phone call come in. I just put it on nighttime so it doesn't ring in. That's the first okay. time it's ever happened. All right. Somebody actually called you? <laughs> I know. I wasn't expecting it. Yeah, I wasn't expecting it. It's like, you know, like, sir, do you value your credit rating? But uh, <laughs> I, I go, I do. I do. It's more important than the Indonesian horror film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this is, oh, what a, it's, it's such an odd movie. I, it's like, you know, the, 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 the main character, the main actress, actor, she's, the main character is basically one who's basically studying occult science, black magic all over the world, apparently studied voodoo and all this other stuff. And she's writing a book. She wants to find out um, about the ancient black magic of uh, Liga, or however the hell I pronounce it. In, in And she goes to find a witch who cackles insanely like the... Um, she sounds oh, the, uh, yeah, like, the, the Broomhilda or whatever. The witchy poo from... Uh... Oh, witchy poo. That's right. <laughs> Either witchy poo or the uh, or, or the witch from the Bugs Bunny cartoon. Uh, yeah. <laughs> are the other ones that go... That he's just like... She's cackling insanely a lot of times. Uh, and so they, she wants to learn to become a shapeshifter like this 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 witch is uh one of the things that she has to do is dance with her and it's like neither of the neither the actor nor neither the witch nor the the actor who played the uh her name is kathy in, in the dubbed version um i don't know what a real that your name is kathy who's apparently actually a west german tourist who was like wandering around indonesia at the time and the director saw her and said you'd make a perfect you'd be perfect for this uh, you want another four weeks in Indonesia, uh, and we'll pay you. I just like that she was probably going like, oh, you think I'm a movie star? Yeah, yes, exactly. You think I could be a movie. Now, uh, sadly, she never did another piece another piece of work again. Is it really that sad? No, it's not that sad. The, the, performance, the performance is Sequoia-like in its woodenness. Uh, <laughs> which actually kind of mimics almost everybody else's react performance in this film everybody in this film except for the cackling witch is so mellow about things even when there's a head floating around tra- you know the trailing viscera <laughs> Oh boy! The, the head detaches the this is apparently an Indonesian um, version of a vampire uh, the witch forces Kathy's head to detach from itself and it's trailing you know like lungs and heart and intestines and it flies away and what this does is apparently it eats babies in the womb so they have this what yes yes <laughs> so the scene is this head flies into this 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 poor woman who's like lying on the gra- lying lying there 
uh, her her grand presumably her mother she's lying there she's obviously discomfort she's obviously extremely pregnant she's lying there she's very just uncomfortable and she ends up with uh saying oh ah, ah, you know like such and such and they end up with uh she ends up talking you know the the mother says well the baby will be coming soon uh kathy's head disembodied head with fangs and the viscera comes to knocks the woman the grandmother the mother through the window through the wall right yeah and yeah, then well, proceeds called inertia then it then proceeds to shall we say suck the baby out of the lady what <laughs> in exactly where you would think he would she would go as if it was a normal birth as it was a normal birth she's got her head right there as if as, as if like it a was a normal birth except a floating head with fangs a floating, floating head with fangs feet. and and trailing viscera yeah and you don't have to you don't have to push you don't have to push she's, it's it's like it's eating the it's eating the baby eating the baby and you see the 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 stomach slowly descends like a balloon oh deflating. my god it's the honest goddamn thing I've ever seen. And now this is you know, let, me, let me see if I get it straight though. This, the head of the woman floating. Yeah. Is the West German lady, right? The West German lady, yes. How did she, they? How did they even explain all of this to her? What she was doing? Uh, <laughs> the actor herself. Yeah. Or, or well, I don't. I I don't think that they really explained a lot to her, but. Uh... <laughs> Because I don't think they knew what the hell they were doing to begin with themselves. They're like, in this scene, your head's going to be off your body, and your stomach's going to be trailing your floating head with fangs yes. as you, you eat a woman out and take the baby. Take the baby. And, and in the process, killing the woman as well. So um, this happens. Goes without saying. Goes without saying. So she has a boyfriend uh, who was actually, like, play all, paid, played the... Uh, the male in danger in the magic sword. I don't know. He's kind of bland. He's got, you know, he's... was it a real boyfriend? No, no, no. He was an actor. He's actually, oh. he's an actor. So he, he's, he kind of like contacts his uncle about, this is not a good idea that she's delving in black magic. And everyone's reaction is like, yeah, she shouldn't. Well, not know. always true. When, when is it a good, a good what, idea? To delve good, in black magic? I, don't, I, 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 you know, like when truly, truly I am, it's kind of like with the whole like replacing the uh, head thing. Like, what yeah, does ever work out for the best? Has anyone ever I never seen... get that when people sell their soul to the devil? It's always like, when when has that ever worked out? I mean, seriously. I mean, maybe for Donald Trump, but still, you know, it's yeah. like. <laughs> but eventually, you got to pay the piper. Well, yeah, the piper must be paid, and the pay the pay the payout is just ugly. Yeah. So, what we have here is so she. It's just the thing is like the first. 40 minutes of the film are like everyone's just talking at each other very very dully uh we got the witch cackling at kathy from behind a bush and actually you know she needs blood and they give her blood and i don't know where they got the blood from so in order before she would agree even to teach her so they have this scene where she trans they transform into pigs and they dance right <laughs> um and then later on later on she tra- they transform into snakes and oh. the next day, uh, the boyfriend is in, and he kind of like, she's asleep on, on the bed, and he, of course, basically, in a sort of date rapey kind of thing, kisses her awake. Uh, and she suddenly starts going, and then runs to, I gather, the bathroom, and then throws up a couple of, starts to throw up this green stuff, of which... Not in, the baby, right? Not the baby, including in the green stuff are three, not one, not two, but three live mice now 
Right. Now, here's the point. Is this one of the, one of the weird beats you of this? Now, here's where it gets weird. No, here's, the weird point of this film is basically they both kind of go, hmm, that's interesting. Okay. <laughs> no reaction. I mean, just no reaction. Other, you know, like, I'm, honestly, I have a girlfriend and she throws up a live mouse. We got serious relation. We have a yeah, serious I think talk. that I would feel like maybe there's some things that we haven't exactly shared with each other, but as forthcoming as we might have been about. Yeah. We have to have a serious talk about the nature of our relationship at this point. Uh, so he go anyway. He goes to his uncle, who was like a holy man. Uh, he the holy man discovers that once again the evil witch, who very for some of our viewers uh, and by viewers I mean listeners. Yes, let me just say. When he says holy man, he doesn't mean a man with holes in it. He means a religious fellow. Yeah. His uncle. His uncle is going to, like, they. he finds the the uncle, the, the uncle promises, Kathy's body ha- head has again been disembod- disembodied and it's flying off with its viscera to look for right. to look for it. He sneaks in, finds Kathy's headless body sitting there, and takes what looks like a very thick toothpicks and sticks them in the neck so that the head cannot reattach itself. Well, wait. Now, did 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 this head ever fly against the side of the moon, like ET style? Uh, no, it should have, but it didn't do that. No. All right. It, it was, it was an unfortunate, unfortunate, uh, unfortunate lapse in bad taste. Uh, That's right. <laughs> so they end up they end up having this final confrontation between they they bury the body sans head. The body is then resurrected. You know, the body then and the head are then re get resurrected. Uh, the boyfriend has a duel to the death with the resurrected Kathy, and now fully headed Kathy. Right. The uncle, the uncle has a fight with the witch, which she lo- he loses very quickly. At which point, this guy in what looks like a white towel and sword, who we've never seen before. Not only have we never seen before, we've never even had a hint that this person existed, and he turns out to be like the Obi-Wan Kenobi of the film, and he ends up fighting the witch and beating the witch. Well, actually, she dies in the sun when the sun comes up. They keep fighting until the sun comes up. Does she... anyone ever in the film go, did someone ask for a little head? <laughs> nope. Nope. All nope. Right. So she... So she... The witch dies and starts to melt, as in classic vampire-ish things. Um, Kathy, who we was actually the protagonist of the film until all this weird stuff going around, and the fight is the last fight is kind of weird because the the witch turns into a pig woman with like pendulous breasts. Why right. I don't know, and then gets stabbed in one of them by the by the holy man in the white white uh, white towel. Uh, it's just like I'm following. I'm following. I'm you're following it. I'm not following. <laughs> I'm going. What the hell's going on? I mean, I spent I spent the last twenty minutes going. What the hell is going on? Who is this? Why is this happening? So they have. Are you the, smelling any burnt toast? No, no. At the end, at the end, she of course dies, and then Kathy, who is about to kill ineffectual boyfriend, just drops dead. And then, huh. and then it's like. He's there. There is his. Does he ever show any affection at this point? No, he's like he's kind of like looking at her, and the guy in the white bathroom kind of comes, walks over, and puts his hand on his shoulder, 
cut to credits. I mean, there's no, there's, I mean, you don't even see his facial reaction to the fact that this woman's uh, probably he couldn't get one. Yeah, we, I mean, like, come on, just... come on, come on, react. She's dead. She's the love of your life. She's dead. Oh yeah. By the way, I'm sorry. There was a beat I missed here, which, which is one of those moments that made no damn sense. Uh, all during the first 40 minutes or so of this film, there's another, there are cuts to another woman following them, following Kathy and Henry or whatever the hell his name is. Uh, as they walk around and do stuff, and we don't know this is 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 this who is this woman? It later turns out that this is the woman that he left so that he would have he would get involved with Kathy. She continues to love him and actually throws himself herself at the witch to uh, try to save him. Well, that's nice. You know, it's like one of those like, who are you? <laughs> the audience. I, I think that's just called Deus Ex Machina. Now this is this is called this is ex girlfriend de Machina. Uh, right. <laughs> so apparently, well, we needed the witch to kill somebody, but we can't have him kill her or him. So let's throw this other woman in here. It's a strange, strange film. Very, very odd. Well, I mean, it sounds exciting. Well, it's 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 there is there are moments of visual bizarreness that are very, very intent, very entertaining. Well, and this must what, be some sort of like Asian myth as far as vampires, because I saw a movie like this. It was mm, I think Chinese. Mm-hmm. And it was no. and it had a, a head that was chasing a whole group around. Yeah, well, there, the 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 head with the viscera attached to it is actually is a legendary is a monster of uh, Balinese uh, legend, uh, Indonesian legend. That is that that is their version of the vampire. Uh huh. The, the, you know, so it's like chupacabra. It's their chupacabra vampire, what have you. It's like their vampire bat kind of thing. So it's right. there. There is folk. That's there's a lot of folklore involved in this, but there's also a lot of people just sitting around going, "Yeah, you know, people shouldn't practice black magic." Yeah, I know. It's it's a curse upon our village. <laughs> Could you get a little more excited about this? At least you know the Frankenstein village would get like pitchforks and, uh, yeah, and like, torches. Uh, yeah, torches. <laughs> yeah, not like you know those kids and their Metallica t-shirts. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Past. Past. You know. Past the hemp. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's the only thing I think is these people just smoking so much hashish that it really give a damn. What... Yeah, at that point. Yeah, dude. I'm sure okay. they all think they oh, look like they have floating heads. Yeah, dude, it's your own head, but really, you know. <laughs> and with that, I think we should probably call it a day. How to get ahead in advertising. <laughs> How to get ahead in advertising. How to get ahead in Bali. Anyway, Mystics in Bali, it's hard to get your hands on it, but you can probably see parts of it in the the, the bits you want to see are on YouTube, no doubt. Right. Um, you know, so that's that's the way I would recommend watching it. There are vast portions of very very dull talking, by very very dull people who seem to be have, even, some, forty years before Botox became common, have been dipped in it. So as far as their facial expressions go. Oh really? Yeah, you know, just nothing. Nothing. I mean nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. You know, like come on, come on. Well, at least give me it isn't something. the permanent smile with yeah. the drool coming out of the side. Yeah, yeah, that's no, that's. <laughs> That's the, that's a person that's a person that uh, that's a person that Dunkin' Donuts kind of like friends. Uh-huh. Anyway, and with that, uh, speaking for the enemy below, uh, thank you everyone for listening. This is Bob Muir saying peace, love, show the knife. Madrid, the Queen of Spain grants an audience to an obscure Italian sailor. There in her chambers, plans are made destined to change the course of history. All right, we'll go over it once again.
First, you hawk the jewels, you give me the money, and I buy the ships. Then I discover the new world, you dump the king, and I'll send for you. Tell me why you wanted to meet me. Because I'm interested in learning the most powerful magic that exists today. Yeah. Beatniks are to make it real. 